we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm Sam Walker in sweltering Arizona. She's Simone Roche in balmy Liverpool. We're back with you for another week to talk about life, career, and everything in between. On the way, I want to tell you, Simone, the result of one year of Zoom on men. There's been a big effect on men from using Zoom. We'll get to that. Should we start off with some good news, bad news of the week and, and things that have been going on in our lives? You've had a fantastic week. Oh, it's been amazing. Uh, just before we start, a big thanks to Advita last week, who amazing was woman. Love a her. brilliant, a brilliant uh, co-pilot, if you like. Yes. So big high five to tee off the, uh, the pod with Advita. But you know what? This week, my whole week has been humans. Humans and hugging and ghost walks and post-it notes and wine and (laughs) a few more hugs. And you know what? Amazing, 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 amazing to have. Um, We had a big strategy meeting uh, last week, but actually that meant many of my newly formed assemble team or or covid formed i suppose although that sounds really wrong came together to this that there liverpool to swap swap ideas chew the fat socialize it was fantastic it's really important to point out you have never met two of these team members who you met in the flesh for the first time. And I think that's how so many teams have come together over to COVID. You've you've met people, you've got to work with them, you've formed relationships with them, you've never actually met them. And that's what you did. And yet this week you met Gina and Philly. Yeah, Gina, Philly, Javier, and also uh, Lucy. We've got an intern that started as well. Oh, but amazing. yeah, Gina and Philly were up in Liverpool for the whole week. They brought the sunshine with them. Who knew it was raining in the south and fantastic <laughs> up here. Uh, but do you know what? One of the, the talking to the team about it, and it was brilliant because, you know, of the other members of the team, the team hadn't met those members either. So yeah, it was, exactly. you know, so the yeah. whole thing was fantastic. But it was really, you know, talking with uh, Gina and Philly throughout the week, because obviously they were here all week in the office. Uh, so it very meant, 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 very much meant like a sort of a, uh, the ultimate new ways of working, if you like. But yeah, it's funny because Gina's reflections were actually, it's so exhausting. So exhausting. Socializing. Mm. So exhausting. Making those you know, ongoing conversations, so yeah. exhausting, putting your views forward, you know, everything is quite, it's quite shattering, isn't it? Because we're not used to, we're used to just sat there, tippy tapping, doing what we do, jumping on a Zoom call, jumping off, yeah. you know, but actually the effort, the effort that it takes and the fatigue that that brings with it as well, but also, I suppose, overwhelmed with the whole adrenaline that, that has fueled this week. So yeah, it's been, it's been a buzzy, buzzy week, uh, buzzy, buzzy and buzzy, buzzy, but <laughs> 
yeah, been, been really great. So massive thanks uh, to all of all of the assembled MPW MPF massive for you know just being part of That's this brilliant. fantastic week. That's fantastic. Good news for me this week, and I know we're going to do our proper high fives later. But my thirteen-year-old daughter this week got her first vaccine. <gasps> Wow. I know. They're rolled out from 12 years old in Arizona. So I'm fully vaxxed up. Was a month or so ago now, a couple of months ago now. So is my husband. And yet they open the the uh, the ballots, if you like. or well, not the ballot, is it? It's just to register for the 12 and plus. And uh, literally opened on Thursday. It was my birthday on Thursday. So actually, I actually checked her in on Friday. There were loads of appointments over the weekend that didn't quite suit us because we were due to be away. And then booked her in there she was yesterday good as gold isn't oh it fantastic my god that's amazing that's amazing and your weekend away oh well if you follow me on social media at walker sam on twitter of course you would have seen me quite upset because friday yes we were due to go away in our wagon in our winnebago rv type malarkey and uh, have a weekend away birthday weekend all planned out my daughter's birthday my birthday we had wine for me. Uh, she was allowed fizzy pop because it was her birthday. We had s'mores, which are those amazing concoctions of graham crackers, as they call them here. Bits like re- rich tea biscuits, really. Marshmallows and, and chocolate. You make them over a fire. <laughs> They're disgusting and amazing. We had the guitars for sing-alongs. We had games of cards. We had colouring books. We were all set to go. Got in the wagon, turned on the engine. That sounds awful. What's going on? Very long story short, over the next hour of panicking, we realised someone has come onto our driveway, slid under our RV, our motorhome, and stolen our catalytic converter. So completely ruined the weekend, couldn't go away, daughter devastated, it's her 10th birthday. But what has astounded me, Simone, is how prevalent this is. And I, you know me, my brain goes into overdrive, I start looking it all up. 300 thefts of catalytic converters in Phoenix in 2019, 3,000 and something in 2020. When was the last time it was this bad? After the recession in uh, 2007-8. So, I mean, it's clearly a pattern. It's very clear why this is happening. But I posted on my little social media site here next door and had hundreds and hundreds of responses. People taking their parents into hospital, coming out and finding that someone had stolen the catalytic converter from their car in the car park of the hospital and you go what special sort of crook does that i mean it's it's astounding the stories that have come so i'm I'm sure if you're listening to this you probably will know someone if it hasn't happened to you because apparently it's rife in england as well but you know what it's devastating it's so horrible it's 200 quid or so to them and it's thousands of dollars and so much heartache for the people that it affects so shame on you frankly i doubt any i don't think we have many thieves listening to the podcast simone but just in case we do stop it get a grip yeah shame on you (laughs) shame on you so oh well hopefully you can get back on the road soon and you can celebrate your birthdays make them make them the longest ever celebration of your birthday that's what you gotta do you gotta do well the kids break up from school tomorrow. Oh, well, by the time this podcast is, is is going out, the children have broken up from school here in the States. So we have the yawning chasm of the four million year long vacation, summer vacation, of which I don't know what to do with them. Uh, so I will probably be soaked in gin for most of the next 12 weeks. So wish me luck. Wish me luck. <laughs> now, exciting day today in the world of b-herd.io, the fantastic platform that lets you register to let your voice be heard. What's to 
do, Simone. So we are having a launch event with our three ambassadors. Uh, we've got Michelle Jones. We've got the wonderful Dr. Marnie Millard and the amazing Ganan Adamu. And we are going to be talking all things coming out of your comfort zone, speaking up to level up. And we're going to have some great top tips and, you know, going to share stories. And it's passing that knowledge on, isn't it? And, you know, trying to really encourage and cajole people to have their voice heard so whether it's your side hustle whether it's your passion project whether it's what you do for your day job or whatever it is it doesn't matter you've got an opinion you've got something that you love so please do join us we are using StreamYard actually we've never used this platform before so because Be Heard is about amplifying voices um, we are using StreamYard so you'll be able to watch so today uh, Monday the 24th 12th You'll be head to our the Be Heard YouTube channel, Twitter, or Facebook channels, and you will be able to join in the conversation. We'll also be recording it, so you'll be able to catch up at a later date. But please do sign up. Please do have your voice out there because we've got producers from the BBC. We've got ITN coming along. You can sign up now as not just a speaker, but also a booker. So you might be a professional booker. You might be, you know, from the media or you might be somebody who's just trying to pull together your next community event. That's what this platform is for. So thank you so much. We've got over 150 people signed up to get the the snippets. So come out of your comfort zone and be heard. I think that is an absolutely brilliant idea. And what I love is the fact you've got producers there from the Beeb and from ITV. Because I think a lot of the fear around putting your hand up and saying, yeah, I'll go on the radio or the telly to talk about the thing I do as a day job for the last 20 years and absolutely know what I'm talking about is you worry about getting tripped up or you worry about being asked a question you can't answer. And I think it's really good to be able to demystify the other side of the process because obviously I worked at the BBC for 20 odd years and I remember my husband when he was doing research at Manchester University got asked to go and sit on the breakfast sofa he was up all blooming night and he was saying, oh, what, what if they asked me this? What if they asked me that? What if they asked me that? And I was saying to him, look, Dave, let me tell you from the other side, you are one in about 20 interviews the presenter has to do that day, okay? They are not going to have time to sit and go through your entire life's work. Really, they're not. They're not there to pick holes in your knowledge. They're there to ask you questions so you can add your expertise to the issue they are discussing. So they were talking about privacy around data and medical records and the like. And he was there to say, wait a minute, you know, if you tick a box to let your data be shared, all it does is help science. No one's going to know that you, Simone Roche, had an ingrown toenail in 1997. You know, that's not the information that gets shared. It's like, woman of this age has this condition or that condition. It's not anything personal at all. But he said, well, I had this pre-interview with the producer and that's what will happen. You know, the producer will call you and say, right, Mary Onions, you're here to talk about, uh, you know, this part, this discovery that's happened in Antarctica. And you're going to say why it's important in the world of whatever it might be, nuclear fuel, perhaps it's a paleontological, paleontological thing. And everything that you tell that producer is pretty much all the knowledge the presenter's going to have. (laughs) So you are, in a way, calling the shots. You are creating the framework in which those questions will be formed. So really, don't be afraid of the process because it's just that presenter is going to be hanging off your every word because they're not the expert you are. So I think it's great that those are those are people from the media are there to, to de- demystify that. So do please go and join up. Go and have a look in the meantime, Simone. Get them get them on the website, b-herd.io. 
Absolutely, yeah. So sign up as a speaker, sign up as a booker, sign up as both. Because actually, like me, we want people to come on this podcast, don't we? Yeah. We want people to share their life lessons and stuff. But equally, we want to have our voices heard. So I remember it was last August, we're on this very Thursday recording. Sorry, spoiler alert, record it in advance. Um, <laughs> we talked about it, didn't we? We've been contacted yeah. by the media about uh, getting you know a particular discussion point. And it was on this very podcast that we said, we are going to do something about it and that's what we do don't we if we think there's something there's something we can add value to something we can do to level up then guess what we're doing it so please do join in this is for you 100% b-herd.io go and get involved thank you you had a little sneaky of life lessons a little sneaky mention in there Simone of uh, life lessons (laughs) it's almost like we plan it we really don't Uh, so who has come forward with our life lessons this week we have got the award-winning Chelsea Slater. So Chelsea Slater is the co-founder of Innovate Hair. And if you flash back just eight or so weeks, uh, you may remember that Innovate Hair was the winner of the Northern Power Women Awards Small Organisation. And I remember just on that evening, she was so overwhelmed and just couldn't believe yeah. it, you know. Uh, so Chelsea is a social entrepreneur. Uh, she leads Innovate Hair. They're on a mission to get girls ready ready for the tech industry and the tech industry ready for girls. And I love that slogan. I think it's fantastic. Here are Chelsea's life lessons. Hi, Northern Power Women. It's Chelsea Slater and I am the co-founder of Innovate Here. I've got five questions here to answer. Um, the first one is, have you ever changed careers? Yes, I have. I started my career in digital marketing, then I moved into technology uh, and now I'm in business and education. Um, and I found that I've, I've just got loads of transferable skills that kind of sit across all sectors. So um, other people will definitely have these as well. So I write, wrote all my skills down. Uh, read job descriptions in other sectors and if you do that there's no doubt that you'll be able to change your career. So what are your top tips for making presentations either within your company or at conferences? I love creating presentations, it's my favourite part of my job. I love how you can get someone to buy into what you do through a visual document. My top tips would be to use Canva, it's free, has brilliant templates and is so simple to use. What I'd do is write down a structure on paper first. Uh, Try not to create too many slides. I'd say probably about 10 to 12 slides is perfect. Uh, Limit text and focus on visuals. That'll add and bring your words to life. I'd make it as well really accessible. So accessibility is so important. So ask um, someone to look at your presentation before you deliver it, or maybe a few people, um, just to make sure that it's readable. Think about people that are colour blind as well and make sure the colours are, are really accessible for people to see because you just don't know who you're going to be presenting to. How have you dealt with being overlooked either for a project, a job or a promotion? So I often got over, overlooked when I was younger. I started my first community and, and that turned into a business when I was 23. 
So people used to say things like, when you have a business, you'll know what we're talking about. And they didn't know that I had one. And, and at networking events, people would often ignore me or they wouldn't look at me when I was speaking or answering their questions. It was funny, really. One person who did that um, saw me then walk on the stage as I was a panellist at an event they had paid to be at. Um, I dealt with it by continuing to be at events. I focused on building my confidence and resilience as well. Um, and then when I started doing more talks, I did get a little bit more confident and people started to listen. Um, you have the power to break stereotypes. So um, these people had probably never seen, saw a, a young female business owner before, but now they have. So, you know, it makes it a little bit more normal. Therefore, you know, making it better for the next person. I hope so anyway. When have you felt the fear and done it anyway? So I always get the fear. <laughs> um, but most of all, I um, still am, but always was really scared of public speaking but now it's a big part of my role it took me probably about five years to overcome this I still get sweaty palms and lots of butterflies but now I know that that's just passion and energy and adrenaline and the buzz that you get after it is so worth it um, but something that I've um, done to try and manage that is prep I prep so much now before doing a talk I want to feel confident going in knowing that I have practiced and I know what I'm going to say and if I've done that then I know that everything will be okay some people can wing it um, and I'm, I'm guessing that after many many years of doing it you might be able to wing it but I find it much harder if I'm going in winging it um, than I do when I've prepped a lot uh, so I, I find it much easier now. And obviously now you can deliver a lot more talks virtually. You can have your notes there. So I love that. Um, and then finally, what's a commonly accepted rule of business that you have found not to be true? So I think it's probably changed a little, little bit now, but um, a lot of people used to say, oh, you should wear heels and get dressed up in like business traditional attire when you're going to do a talk or going to a networking event. And I completely disagree with this. I think we need to wear what makes us feel comfortable. If that's heels, absolutely fine. You do you. But often I find myself just in trainers, a blazer, my hair up. I feel much more comfortable that way and and it's not to stop me from from getting an introduction or um a new partner or new um friendship or anything like that so just be yourself thank you so much to the awesome chelsea slater i love do you know what i particularly loved about that when she the question she chose to answer was about the top tips for presentations and i love the fact she got technical because that's quite often something i completely fall up on as someone who's managed to you know talk for Britain on the radio and all everything for years. I don't get the nerves of standing up and talking, but tech-wise, I'm useless. I can't put a spreadsheet together. I try and put together a PowerPoint presentation. It's all over the shop. I loved her practical tips on that. Do you know, we talked about that in the office today, you know, because we had humans here and we were talking, because yeah. we've got Lucy, our new intern, we were talking about exactly that, those practical skills. Do this, 10 to 12, 12 slides, use Canva, you know, because you can do this on it. It's got yeah. great templates. And I, we talked exactly about that. And I thought that was brilliant. I love the fact that, you know, 
really stood out. She, do you know what? We have so many, you know, different takes on these life lessons. And mm. you think, you couldn't believe you can get such different takes on the, the questions, the 12 questions. Yeah. So, you know, when she talks about, we talk about imposter syndrome a lot and, you know, myth busting and unconscious bias and things like that. And, you know, she talked about, you know, at these networking events, you know, she decided that she wanted to, you know, sort of dress her own way. You know, she didn't want the heels, but she's like, if you want the heels, wear the heels. And I love the fact that she <laughs> yeah. talks about just be you. You know, you do you. And I love that. And I, I just thought that whole thing, that whole sort of myth busting where someone's looking at her thinking, oh, gosh, she's too young to be here or whatever. Mm. The next minute she takes the stage. She is heard. Um, and off she goes. And, and I think just keep doing it. Keep feeling that fear is what Chelsea talked about. So thank you. Big, massive shout out to Chelsea this week for sharing her life lessons um, and onwards and upwards for the Innovate Hair Massive as well. They're fantastic. And we want to hear from you because you will have your own unique answers to the questions we send. There's a whole bunch that we'll send over to you so you don't have to think, oh, I don't know the answer to that one. Don't do it if it doesn't speak to you. There's a whole load we'll send over. You pick five and then record it on your phone and send it back to us. We'll send you all the instructions. We'll talk you through it. It'll take you a couple of minutes but it'll make a big, big difference because we know, Simone, don't we? This is the favourite bit of everyone's week. We're irrelevant. Everyone loves the life lessons. <laughs> it is. 80% of the Northern Power Women website traffic goes to either the life lessons or the companion piece. And if you haven't yeah. had a chance to check that, we always now, our, our wonderful Gina uh, Buckle, that she writes like a companion piece to go with it as well. So when she listens to those life lessons, she always, she always listens to it with the mind, well, what do we mm. want to know a bit more? So go and check out the website and read those companion pieces as well. So thank you so much to Chelsea. And Chelsea's also shared, she's kicking off our high fives this week as well, Sam, because... Oh, yeah. I know. This week, they have launched their e-learning platform and it's amazing. The team have worked so hard over the last six months and it's finally here and she couldn't be more proud. Her and her business partner, co-founder, Joe Morphy, they've just launched online.innovateher.co.uk. So please do check that out. Nafisa Shafiq, who was last week's Life Lessons, has been really high-fiving uh, for completing Ramadan. Um, and although COVID restrictions were still in place, she says they were not as tough as those what they were, that were announced last year. Um, yeah. So a massive, big sort of high-five. Thank you. And I suppose the great thing is that for Eid al-Fitr this year, that you know, to celebrate the end of Ramadan, for the first time in over a year, loads of Muslims were able to get together with slightly more members of the extended family because you can now meet six people. I can't keep up with the British restrictions to be honest but I know it's a lot more than as Nafisa said than it was last year so be able to share with your family huge deal so well done congratulations happy well I should say um, Ramadan Mubarak even though it's a bit late for that Eid Mubarak because last year it was cancelled you know there was a lockdown wasn't there or even further enforced literally on the eve of Eid so yeah yeah, Philly Strawn and Gina Buckle some of the Ah. Northern Power Women Massive uh, their high five has been in Liverpool for the very first time and meeting the team and in brackets absolutely managed to make it the way through all of Rob's tours. Rob, Northern <laughs> Power Man, has been tour guide extraordinaire. Um, you know, and my, my high fives linked to the week as well. We, Alex Cousins uh, facilitated our strategy day. And then you know what the wonderful Alex Cousins did? She arranged us a private tour um, for Shiverpool. So for those of you who don't know, oh, a big, massive oh, shout yeah. out. It was amazing. Um, we had, I think it was Chilla Black, um, 
Um, and Judy Stench with the name of our street artist. And they took us on a walking tour of, of the city with the team. And it was what we hadn't realised was it was their first, uh, if you like, their first time out since coming out of lockdown. So you can imagine how these guys have earned a living and, or haven't, as the case may be. So a massive high five to Alex for making this happen. Massive high five for the Shiverpool, you know, tour. It was fantastic. If you haven't done it, please do try it. It is fantastic so yeah big high fives yes definitely buzzing buzzing for my my people week (laughs) love it well look before we head off into the sunset i promise to tell you the kind of unusual effect that a year of zoom seems to have had on men and this was a report i read across a few media platforms this week that i well i feel kind of conflicted about it really did you know that over the last year there has been a huge increase a 70 percent increase in men consulting with cosmetic surgeons so men there has been this huge 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 increase in the states and also in the uk the articles i was reading were based in the uk and i looked it up it is also very much a thing here in the states essentially 70 percent increase and this is because men have been looking at themselves on screen pretty much all day every day botox uh, dermal filler for jawline definition was the the big one. A one called a face tight, a procedure which reduces double chins. And in fact, do you remember the comedian Jimmy Carr a couple of months ago said that he'd had all his teeth done and he'd had a hair transplant because he said what he was seeing on screen didn't reflect how he felt inside. And that has been this huge increase. I didn't know this though, Simone. Did you know there is a tool? I've never seen this. There's a tool on Zoom allowing people to smooth their skin's appearance. Wow. Where's this? I have no idea, but I'm going to have to root that one out. (laughs) Well, I don't know if it was on a special advanced professional version or something. I don't know. But if anyone's used that, apparently more and more men are clicking that than before as well as more research that they've done. So I just thought, I don't know. I mean, there's some people who might go, oh, now men are kind of dealing with what women have dealt with for years. But I don't think that's a positive thing. I think that's no. that's a negative thing. You know, we all have body image issues one, you know, one way or another. All of us. And for now, men to start to feel that pressure to look a, quote, certain way in the way that women have for decades, I think, oh, no. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. We don't need that, do we? And actually, that's one of uh, Philly's comments this week. She was like, oh, my goodness, it's an amazing to have a meeting with someone without seeing myself looking back at me. <laughs> That's so true. So it's, it's funny you should talk about that. But yeah, it is, isn't it? Because we do, we're like that. And then we, we kind of look and you're paying attention then you shift into the right thinking, oh my God, lift your chin yeah. up, lift your chin up. And then you're like, yeah. do you know what? Suck it up. It's all, <laughs> do you know what? We are who we are. As Chelsea Slater says, just go be you. 100%. Well, look, thank you so, so much for listening this week. Head to the website b-her.io. Sign up for your profile. Head to the website northernpowerwomen.com and get involved with life lessons, please. Thank you so much. We will be back with you on Monday, May the 31st. Until then, she is Simone Roche. I'm Sam Walker. And the Northern Power Women podcast is a What Goes On Media production. Oh, yeah.